Well, hello, hello. It is good to see you again, and welcome back to Optimizing Your Financial World. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, we've got Mark Wade, the president of Echelon Family Office. He's standing by. He'll be jumping aboard with me in just a moment. We're going to be unpacking another wealth management topic. That's what we cover here on the show, and as we're moving deeper into Season 3, we've got a really nice topic teed up for you guys today, and so I want to frame things up before we bring Mark out for just a quick moment. You know, we all know about how people purchase life insurance, right? For And it, it can be used for a lot of different reasons. Probably the most common, though, is, you know, taking care of your loved ones. But still, others might be leveraging life insurance to achieve, you know, different business concerns or maximize income. There are a lot of strategies. In fact, Mark and I had covered life insurance in, in terms of a more broad overview in a prior episode here on this show. But today we're talking about a specific purpose that life insurance can serve that many people aren't really aware aware of and that is using life insurance for philanthropic giving so that you can leave a you know a charitable you know or really make a charitable impact via life insurance really interesting topic we've got here for you today so let's go ahead and bring mark on and let's unpack this mark good to see you today how you doing hey ryan how are you today I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. You know, Mark, we did touch on life insurance in a prior episode. We talked about some of the three main reasons why it should be a part of your wealth plan. Today, we're talking about a specific reason, uh, you know, in this idea of charitable giving. So, Mark, life insurance, you know, it is often seen as this, you know, plain vanilla financial solution. We've talked about that. But you want people to know today that, you know, it really has the ability to enable them to make a powerful charitable impact to those causes that they care about. Set the scene for us. You know, Ryan, you're right. Uh, I know we've talked about life insurance a couple of times in, in previous episodes. And, you know, in, in some cases, you're right, we've dealt with it as for what the, the primary purpose people buy for is to take care of their family. But, you know, here's something to think about. And this one may set the stage a little bit. And that is, you know what, it's just a tool. Life insurance is just one of the tools that we have in our financial toolbox, right? And and life insurance at different times in a person's life can do a variety of different things, even with the same policy. You can accomplish so many different goals that you're trying to accomplish and satisfy so many different needs. So it's just a tool. Here's a favorite saying of mine. People say, I don't believe in life insurance. Great. You don't have to believe in it. It's not religion. It's just a financial tool. It's an economic transaction between you and the life insurance company. It's just another account to deposit money in. If you do it, if you buy the right kind of insurance and fund it the right way for the right purposes, the, the economic advantage is tremendous. So to answer your question, you know, life insurance can be used very effectively in some simple ways. And that's what we're going to talk about today is just the simple ways. Previously, we've talked about uh, grantor retained trusts, life insurance trusts. We've talked about charitable lead trusts. We've talked about remainder trusts. Today, we're just going to talk about gifting life insurance. And, and it can be very effective for causes that you care deeply about, you know, by providing a payout from a policy to a charitable organization in the form of a death benefit, they could be a beneficiary, right? You know, but typically this life insurance is significantly going to exceed the value is going to exceed the amount of premiums that you paid for the policy. So the bottom line is, you may be able to use life insurance to make a much larger charitable gift to your favorite charity than you thought might otherwise be possible. Okay, and you can then, you know, really magnify the power of your gifting 
by by gifting that life insurance uh, the death benefit to make making that individual a charity be a beneficiary. Uh, no, this is great, Mark. And I want to unpack this even further. You had mentioned, you know, based on the kind of insurance that you utilize. Talk to me. What kind of life insurance are we talking about here with relation to charitable giving? So, you know, the, the two basic types that most people are going to recognize are, are term insurance and permanent insurance, right? <clears throat> and, and either one of these can be donated to charity. But, you know, permanent insurance is the one that is typically used for donations because it, it, it's not enforced for only a certain number of years, okay, as a term life insurance policy would be. This, this policy can last your entire life. So, you know, this way the gift will eventually be made even if you as the donor you know, live an extremely long life. Another advantage of using, you know, a permanent life insurance policy is that the charitable organization can surrender the policy for cash or borrow against it if they're the owner of the policy. So there's different ways that life insurance can benefit your your favorite charity. Of course. Uh, let's get into the who now, Mark. You know, who might benefit from this idea of using life insurance for charitable giving? You know, who's a really a good candidate for this strategy? Yeah, so there's so many different ways, but let's talk about some of the obvious ones, right? So, you know, the use of life insurance to fund a charitable organization might be appealing to you. If, for example, you don't have beneficiaries who are in need of the money any longer from that policy. You also, you also really need to, to have a strong charitable intent. So, it, I mean, you, you want to do this for charities that you really care about, you know, because there are other benefits in the that are associated with these type of gifts for example the one that everybody thinks about are the tax breaks associated with gifting life insurance but that shouldn't be the main reason you do this it's important and it could be valuable to you and your family but it shouldn't be the main reason you should really be interested in wanting to benefit that charity you know in some cases you'd be make and the reason why okay and here's the reason why because in in some of these cases, you know, you're going to be making an irrevocable gift to a charity, gifting wealth that you can't take back again. So you really need to be motivated to want to do good for this organization in order to make a gift like this. But if you're just, for example, going to put a charity on as a beneficiary of one of your policies, you can change that at any time you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the charitable intent, really important to note that, Mark. And, and I want to start getting into the weeds a little bit about how it can really be utilized. Help us understand, Mark, what are some of the different ways that life insurance can be really leveraged to fund a charitable organization? Hey, yeah, Ryan, you know, we, we, we kind of touched on it already. In the past, we talked about the more sophisticated uh, methods uh, of, gifting charity, of gifting life insurance policies to charities in trust. And, uh, and having the trust own those policies in different ways, shapes, or form to provide benefit to the charity and benefit to you and your family. We're just going to talk about the simple ones here today, okay? And the first one is just to name, you know, name a charity as a beneficiary of your life insurance. You can do this either with a new policy that you purchase for the for the strict for the explicit benefit of benefiting the charity, or you can add, a, you know, the charity as a beneficiary to an existing policy you have. You could give them 10, 20, 50, 100% of an existing policy, and then the charity gets the death benefit when you as the owner pass on. So the good news in this approach is that it's not an all or nothing scenario, like I said. You know, you can have multiple beneficiaries on the same policy, uh, such as a number of loved ones or even a multiple, uh, multiple charitable organizations or some combination. 
So it's not an all or nothing thing, and you can change your mind later on. All right, so you mentioned that was kind of a surface level first approach. Talk to us, do you have another approach in mind for us? Yeah, the other approach is really more permanent. And that's, you know, the second approach is where you, where you give the charity itself the policy and make them the owner of the insurance policy. You as the donor can, can make, you know, the owner of the policy, the charity, and then that generates a tax deduction for you and your family. And, and you get to have that policy outside of your taxable estate. It'll never be taxed in your estate too. So this could be done with a new or an existing policy. You know, and in both cases, the charity is named as the beneficiary and the owner and receives the death benefit, you know, when when the insured person dies, presumably yourself. Uh, and in the case of the permanent life insurance policy, that if the charity actually owns the policy, they don't have to wait to get benefit from it. Because if they own the policy, they can receive monies out of the cash value of the policy and can use, you know, that money that's accumulating in the policy for current needs. You know, the downside, if there is one in this case, um, which is why I said, you no, know, it's important that your intent must be there. You want to benefit the charity because the downside would be that the charity, when they own the policy, you're no longer in control of it. And, and the decision is an irrevocable one. You can't take it back once you gift the, uh, the ownership of the policy to the charity. So make the, pol make the charity a beneficiary. You still get to control the policy and change the beneficiaries in the future or give the policy to the charity. You get the big tax deduction up front and the charity owns the policy and makes all the decisions from that point forward. Of course. And Mark, as we say, good things come in threes. What's a third approach that you're seeing people utilize on, you know, leveraging that that idea of life insurance for a charitable impact? Well, a lot of the permanent policies, you know, they pay dividends. So you may be able to give a gift of the dividends every year in the, that the policy produces to the charity. You know, with permanent life insurance, the, you know, those type of policies that do, uh, that do provide dividends, you as the donor could use the dividends that have built up inside the policy and make charitable donations of those dividends. That way the charity gets the cash without having to wait um, and, and you get a deduction. So these contributions are tax deductible, obviously. And uh, you as the owner, you know, you keep control of the life insurance policy. So, you know, dividends payments may vary from year to year, which would impact the amount that you're giving each and every year. But nevertheless, it's an extremely flexible and effective way uh, to give assets inside a policy to a charity, your favorite charities. Oh, that's great. I love that, Mark. And, and you'd mentioned, you know, obviously intent that needs to be at the forefront of concern when we're moving through charitable giving and, and all that's tied to it. But you did mention, you know, there are the tax, you know, um, the tax breaks that are offered through different circumstances. I would imagine that each one of the approaches that you just mentioned for us comes probably with its own tax advantages and disadvantages. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, you know, different different approaches are going to have different tax implications, you know, for the donor. And, and so if a charity is named as the beneficiary, the donor continues to pay the premium and there are no tax deductions because they're not getting anything right now. They're only going to get uh, the uh, proceeds from their death benefit uh, when you pass away. Okay, but if the charity owns the policy, there can be significant tax breaks for the char charitable contribution and for the premium payments in, in a lot of cases. So, you know, uh, charity gets money now, charity gets money later. You get a tax deduction now, you get a tax deduction, your family gets a tax deduction later. 
No, it's really good stuff here, Mark. Now, as we're kind of bringing the conversation to a head here, we're, we're talking about tax mitigation here. Would you say that an approach towards charitable giving strategies should be done within a framework of broader tax planning in mind? Obviously, intent still at the forefront of concern, but would you say that it should be done within a framework that has you know broader tax planning in mind? Hey, Ryan, you know, without a doubt, because look, this is a team sport, right? Financial planning, wealth management, it, it's a team sport. You need a variety of different people on your team to make sure that what you're doing uh, is proper, is that uh, follows the rule of law and provides tremendous benefit to the charity and yourself. So, you know, without a doubt, when making gifts to any charity, especially gifts that involve financial products and legal structures like, you know, life insurance and trust accounts, you have to consult, you know, with your tax and, and wealth management professionals. They have to they have to be able to commiserate amongst each other to make sure that everything is happening for your best benefit. So taking that step, you know, it's going to better enable you to understand what your options are and it's going to help ensure you're making a decision that's right for you and your family and in your particular situation. And now and in the future, let's not forget the the organization that you're trying to endow and make, and make a, a big difference for. So absolutely. Sure. And Mark, we've talked about charitable giving on this show before. So I know that this is a, you know, a recurring conversation that you're having with clients over at Echelon Family Office. For anybody out there in the audience that's hearing this conversation, they're thinking about, oh, wow, maybe there really is some value here with life insurance and leveraging it for a charitable gift and making that impact. And maybe they're interested in reaching out to you and your team to talk about their unique situation, you know, how they might be able to leverage these approaches you mentioned. What would be the best way they could get in touch with you today? Uh, of course, and thanks, Ryan. You know, they can visit us on the web at www.echelonoffice.com. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word office.com. They can contact me directly. They can contact me at mwade, that's M-W-A-D-E, at Echelon Wealth, E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word wealth.com. Or they can just call in. They can call us at 888-892-9882. Fantastic. Well, Mark, this is a really good conversation. You know, a lot of people thinking about life insurance in so many ways, shapes and forms worth talking about how it can be leveraged to make a charitable impact. So I appreciate you carving some time out of your day to, to unpack this conversation with us and uh, looking forward to being back with you on the next one. Hey, thanks, Ryan. Always a pleasure. This is a really important topic. People should pay attention. I'll see you next time. All righty. Thank you, Mark. And hey, look, we want to say one final thank you to our audience. We appreciate you guys stopping by and being with us here on the show today. You know, if you took anything away from today's conversation and you benefited from it some way, shape or form, just a favor and subscribe to the show on whichever platform you did check us out on today. That way you'll never miss a future conversation where we hope to bring value to you and yours. Uh, you know, we're talking about a lot of strategies, solutions that Mark is implementing with his clients over at Echelon Family Office, and we'd love to have you aboard with us for these future conversations that again could add value so hey for mark i'm ryan we're gonna go ahead and say so long today but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on optimizing your financial world